Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, can I tell you, I've just had my fifth COVID shot a couple of days ago. Wow. Yeah, as we hit on the cruise, which really feels like both like the pandemic's still happening and also like, God, we've been at it for a while, but I'm having my fifth, fifth jab. I... Fuck, I actually need to go get my, like, whatever jab. I can't remember. I've sort of, like, forgotten to do it. Yeah. The last time I went, um, the crazy, like, pharmacy, I was, like, at a pharmacy, like, a real, because ca- I, I quite like a casual jab. Yeah, we did it at the mall. We yeah. did the live pharmacy at the mall. <laughs> yeah. The guy yeah. who organized it was wearing a full beat. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I actually love when you do something really of like quite high importance. Mm. Um, in the middle of shopping. In a mall. With b- bags on your arms. <laughs> like I want to get vaccinated in a mall. I want to get like a passport photo in a mall. Mm. I want to get, well, like what else? Get, I, I want to get like a marriage license in a mall or something. You know, like just that crazy. Sure, there must be malls in the world that you can get married in. Yeah, well, I, I would, so. I, I, and <laughs> in some ways getting married at St. Luke's would really honour the importance it holds in my life. What I will say about the the booster is... Has it made you tired? It fucked me up. I mean, I also got pretty wrecked on Friday, so it could be a combination, and then got it on Saturday morning, so it could be a combination. You got of, wrecked on Friday? Yeah, yeah, like... like um, Fucked up. Fucked up. I got fucked up. Are you all right? We went to see Night of the Queer for oh, um, yes. the Pride Festival. That was amazing. Had such a good time. Electroshock is an amazing host. Yeah. Um, the dancing is incredible. They do Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson. Absolutely loved it. And you got fucked Had up there. Had a few bubbles there. And then me, Sam and Laura just went back to our house and stayed oh. up until 2 in the morning just hanging out in the lounge. Oh, my God. Woke up, got the COVID booster. I've been wrecked for three <laughs> days straight. I, yeah, I the last time I got... Um, I was going to go get jab. Was that like a pharmacy? And mm-hmm. then the guy was like, you know, this can do all sorts of crazy shit to you. It was so intense. Wait, what? He was yeah. like telling you conspiracies. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I don't want this guy putting anything in my body. Like wow. the booster, nothing. So I just walked out and I was like, I'll go get this some other time. And then went overseas and then have totally forgotten to do it. So. Our, our lady was very casual. She was like, do you know, um, have you heard about the side effects? We're like, yeah, it's number five. <laughs> It's number five. The oh, fifth shot number fifth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and cue theme, theme song. Have I press record, yeah. Yeah, you have, you have. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. going to bite this apricot um, away from the mic. Yeah, we just got um, we're kicking Summer it off fruits. with some stone fruits. I know. I like that Michael offered you fruit when you came in. It was such a kind offer. and I Fancy lo- some fruit, which always feels a bit personal. What? You know, Why? Like, because fruit is like... Really pulls out a preference over like 
fancy a drink? You know, it's like, you're not going to go, a glass of milk, please. But sometimes exactly what I need is like a banana, a good shot of energy, yeah, you know? No, but it's like, <laughs> that'll, get, that'll give me what I need to get through the catch-up. But it feels like an invasion of, I don't know. We it's actually, like being like, fancy some breakfast? You know, like, it's sort of on that tone for me. Well, you won't believe this. Well, here's, what, here's what can make fruit okay. If you chop it up and put it out on a platter, mm. because we the other day had a friend round watched um, the Piha um, documentary. I am hearing great <laughs> a lot of buzz about a this. Lot of buzz a lot of buzz about this. The whole thing of that is like they're like, is there actually a serial killer? Is that the vibe? There are people in Piha who I believe, and we got an episode and a half through, so I'm not. They I got too scared. I'm not an expert yet. Got too spooked. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there are people who have connected. There's all these crimes, and they're like spanning over many, many years. Yeah. But are, I think that, I think I haven't heard about all of them yet. But the thing that they all have in common is that people went missing without a trace. Like there's no there's no evidence. They never found the bodies. Wow. They're just gone. Anyway, we made a great fruit platter. <laughs> <laughs> Pineapples, peaches, blueberries. Wow. Oh, nice. Um, If you had to go without a trace, what would you do? Wait, can you... (laughs) (laughs) No, I will not read. No, no, answer. I wouldn't have a choice. Uh, Oh, do you mean... If you have to stage your like body, I always think about this. Like uh-huh. you, you had to like vanish. Like um, like um, what's it called when the Secret Service put you in a different place with a new name? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How would you do it? But you, this time you you can't even be in with the government. Okay, but I want the... you to totally vanish, disappear. And how wha- would you do it? Wait, why am I doing it? For I don't know because you fucked up. How have I? What did I do? I don't know all sorts of things. And who can I tell? No, no one. one. So I can't tell a single including. The Sam. love of my life, Sam. Yep, yep. family, I just have parents, to skip out. Youth to vanish. I've done something really bad then. Yeah. To be honest, if I've done a crime that bad, that I have to do would that. Would you hand yourself in? I'd hand myself oh, in, of you course. fucking pussy. Of course. I would hand myself in before I... Before. Oh my God, this is... Just okay. answer the hypothetical. The Gold Coast. <laughs> Where would you go? I think I would somehow try and get on a cargo boat or ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll 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 research the ship that I'm on next week and I'll I'll let you know how to sure how to sneak on and where you to stay. Get on and then I would try and get to like yeah Bali or something. Yeah, wherever my money would stretch the most. Mm. But I guess I'd see you all get all your money come out of the. It's hard to anything to disappear without a trace. I know, and let alone the guilt you're dealing with because you definitely did something really bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon. There's a part of me that just like every now and then I'm like, I just want to pack it all up and run away somewhere and like just completely change my life. Do you have a breakdown plan? Uh, no, I don't have a breakdown plan. I, that is not... That's not an option. To break well, down is not an option. Yeah, I'm not going to plan for a breakdown, but if it happens... Because if it happens, I don't think I'm going to be in the mood to follow a plan that I made previously. Mm. Does that make sense? So there's nothing like, oh God, if it all just went up shit creek, I would just... Oh, just like move to Timaru. Teach drama. Really, that's the that's the plan. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's not. That's just the first things that came to mind because I haven't. This is not something I think of that often. Really? Yeah. Isn't that bad? Mm, I think about it. Do you think that shows once a week too much confidence? I think it shows a sort of lack of planning. Yeah, because I did. You're putting think, all your eggs on in one basket. I think everything could fall away at any moment. Yes, but and, I don't want to plan for that. <laughs> You don't want to make a plan. <laughs> I'm prepared for all options. Mine is always to make coffee in like a small town somewhere, like and specifically Banks Peninsula area where my parents live. Oh yeah, maybe I could um, sell toasties in a van that I live in. Oh, 
why have you pitched it there? <laughs> like you can still have a good life. Do you know what? Well, you made that. You made that like double as depressing when you were like, "I'll make toasties in a van." Fine. Yeah. That I also live in is absolutely not okay. I think you're right. I don't want to live in the van, but I don't do think, live in the van. I don't think I you're making toasties in. I do think I could have a food truck. Okay, you yeah. want to you want to work in a food truck? Yeah, it would I be weird to put a beard somewhere that there. Kind of hunched posture that you have when you're. You know, oh. working in a food truck, sort of, and you're leaning out the window, like, "What do you want? A bag of hot nuts?" You the know? way you said that sort of hunched po- posture that you have, and you looked at me, it felt like you were referring <laughs> to my specific posture. <laughs> You've got great posture. No, I don't. Better than mine. No, I don't. No, Shut yours is better. Up the fake modesty. Your posture no, is better I than mine. No, I am being Your serious. Posture. I've got bad Listen posture. To my fucking. You stand tall and proud. You want a fucking go kart? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I think your posture is better than mine. I'm constantly being told to stop slouching. Do you know when we did Alexander Technique at Unitech, it was like so clear that I had the most fucked up posture in the class. Interesting. Just couldn't ever get my head, head neck, shoulder relationship right. I think you're very like, doo, 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 like kind of like straight down and, and along. You know, I think I still, even though I'm sh- a little shorty, do the mm. thing that apparently tall people do where they kind of push their head down and forward to make themselves appear shorter. And I don't think you do that. I'm going to stand. And, and I want to, yeah, like, am I doing I'm just going to... Can you take a photo of me, actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just stand normally. Yeah, okay. And then, my, and then we'll yeah. review. Oh, wait, no, uh, I'm no, putting, you're it, on, putting I'm it on. on. You're putting, putting it on. You are putting it on so much. No, I put it on. Okay. But. <laughs> okay, we can yeah. upload these. As a, as a beautiful social This post. is my posture. Okay. This would be like it normally. Good. All okay. right. Do you want to take a photo of my posture? Yeah. All right. Don't put it on. You look so poised. Shoulders back, chin down, straight line. God, I look old as hell though. Um, look at my chin. That's not good posture. Yeah, but I think your head is in the right place. I do think your shoulders are slightly bending inward. Yes, they are. Yeah. That's because of my um, disability, so fuck you. Oh, fuck. No, <laughs> no, oh no but I do God. have a missing muscle. I know, it yeah. It does cause me to slouch. That really, actually, this isn't And honestly, I don't think I talk about it enough. I, if I was you, I would be talking about it non-stop. Do you reckon? I think so. I'm missing a full muscle. And I, like, honestly, people you, are like, fuck, he goes on about being gay. And I'm like... You don't even know the half of it. You don't know what I'm leaving behind. Yeah, right, you're right. And you're a you're a fit and little. And I'm anxious. But also, you're a fit little fiddle. You've been dancer, everything. You haven't let that stop you even uh, no, once it's not from achieving like, your no, dreams. Exactly. Yeah. I'm. I barely bring it up. Yeah. And I should bring it up. Whereas more. there should be an entire biopic focusing on that aspect of your life. Hundred percent. The, cri- the Chris Parker movie comes out, and it's all about the missing muscle. <laughs> I was like, when does it get to the Instagram videos? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm just waiting for, well, they've got a lot to cover because then eventually he breaks down and then he goes missing. <laughs> yeah, and he starts a new life, which don't worry, he had a plan for. He had a plan. He had a, plan he had a total plan. Day he thought it out and that's how they found him again, mm. ultimately, because they found the book with all the plan in it. <laughs> yeah, thank God he kept that book. He wrote it all down. Because you know what happened to Eli Matthews and his friend? No plan. Gone. Gone. No, no plan. <laughs> it, it turns out the guilt was too much for him. <laughs> but then the Piha murderer got him. Yeah. And so that's what happened. <laughs> Jesus. I can't believe how fucking violent that beach is. And like, I remember watching Piha Rescue. I would have been about 13. I saw a full dead body. Oh. 
on that TV show. It was a Sunday, 11am. Jesus. What, what were they playing? Do you recall, like, the network, the TV producers, the, even the director just being like, oh, maybe we cut the cameras now. Like, this is, like, why was that on TV? That is crazy. I get the message, the beach is dangerous. Yeah. Some people really love that beach. It's their favourite beach. And I'm like, it's so scary. It's always, I always find like when the celebrities come here, they'll always do their photo at, they're like beautiful mm. New Zealand. It'll be like, you'll be waiting for like when is like, you know, Lizzo going to be like, I'm here. Yeah, I think Lizzo literally did a photo shoot. And Taylor Swift, of course, famously shot her music video at Bethel's and skid all the gannets. And famously just became the first person to win album of the year at the Grammys four times. Oh. Did, did you know that it was, I was? You've been working, so I don't know if you've been, been working. So I've been keeping up. Well, what I had done is watched a clip on YouTube mm. about the Grammys. Yeah, and, and Taylor Swift. Yeah, a little recap of today, no, just or just a little moment of her winning the general pop vocal album when she announced the new when album. She announced her new album, and see, I think surely she d- didn't think she was going to win album of the year, which is why she did that announcement then, because she was like, "This is my one chance." But also, this is this I hated, like I hated the performance that she gave. It, was so, and you could tell everyone in the room hated it as well. It kind of cut to like Miley and a few people in the crowd being like, okay. My favorite was just like, she's just like, well, I guess this is number 13, and you know how much I love that number. And then it's like, I don't, I actually don't. And the whole room's like, shut just shut the fuck up with all your stupid little Easter eggs. And then, yeah, just she knew she was going to like, I think she was thinking she was kind of at MTV Movie Awards with yeah. this kind of more fans. And she would like drop it and then it would all go, go crazy. Woo! But it was sort of like, and I guess I've been holding a little secret for you. And then the rub of the award, like get that little fingerprint off that award mm. for the past two years. <laughs> I've got a little album up my sleeve. And everyone, like, you know, but it wasn't. Everyone was, like, was like, we've all, we're all working on albums. Yeah, everyone's got music coming out. You're at the Grammys. There's actually nothing funnier than someone who thinks they've got to like, Drop something huge that's going to change everyone's lives. I'll never forget. Is it Kelly Osborne? No. <laughs> no. That's the mic drop moment there. <laughs> always lives in my mind. What one? <laughs> oh, if you were going to, who is going to clean your, your toilet, toilet, Donald Trump? <laughs> and it was like, oh, you no, know, in the sense that, yeah, no, it's no, a, no, no, of course I didn't mean that. <laughs> it's doing an American accent to impersonate a British person. <laughs> But she gives a strong American vibe. Yeah, she does. She does. Um, sorry. Oh, my God, my brain. Um, I was, was like, is Helen Mirren British or American? But British. She's British. But she mm. gives sometimes an American vibe. No, um, it was my, in my life that this happened where we were doing um, a play with, like over the sort of summer holidays, a big sort of community theatre vibe. And one of the women was like, oh, who was in the show, was kind of a little bit older than us. And she was like, it was lunchtime. And she's like, well... Because it's Friday, I thought I would make my famous dessert. And everyone was like, oh. And she's like, any guesses? And we were like, um, is it brownies? And she's like, no. And we guessed for like 10 minutes. We'd be like, cupcakes. She's like, no. It's my famous chocolate cake. And like crickets. None of us have remembered Aww. that. It's very sweet, but also. Was it, how, was, how was the cake? Oh no. <laughs> oh no! Is that how it got famous? <laughs> so it was, shit. It was dry. It was dry. Oh, but I, I will never forget that moment. To call 
Do you have anything that you would call your famous no. blank? <laughs> Any like, recipe? No. And I, when do you get to that point? Because the audacity to be like, time for Eli's famous Caesar salad, you know, and everyone's like, probably the energy I'm getting the closest to is at Christmas. I make tiramisu mm. and my brother loves it. That sounds like it's famous. And it's like, oh, Chris going to make the tiramisu again. And I, I'm i like, we're getting into this energy of Chris's famous tiramisu. That's not my recipe. Have you made any choices to make it your own? Or no, is it all, that's yeah. the thing. It's purely someone else's recipe. You've got to have thought of at least one thing that you're adding in outside of the box. But it, it does sound like to me that tiramisu is famous. I could, I could do something to sort yeah. of make it my own. But I don't... Currently, the sort of hype or energy around it is... Um, wow. You know that it's just the recipe as it stands, which is not mine. Mm. And I don't like the pressure potentially of the attention that's placed upon Eli's famous, you know. Yes. So Sam Kovan or whatever. Sam and I have become famous within my family for doing something that is now every time we go down together, we are expected to do this, which is make uh, brunch because we offered to do it once and oh then God. and oh then God. we left left town and then the next time we came down went missing found out found out the missing, shores of started Peter. a new life <laughs> came home again and um, my mum and my sister both brought up they were like we can't stop talking about that day we just saw two, the two of you in the kitchen you were juggling the eggs the bacon the mushrooms the avocado the um, <laughs> the English muffins I think you. I think we might have whipped some feta as well, and they were like, and it all was ready at the same time. How did you? How did you do? And you weren't talking to each other. It was just like wordlessly making. It. And it was like, yeah, I guess we just <laughs> just, just just did that. Just, just cooked it. Mic drop. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, and I guess we've also been holding on to a little secret for the last two, two years, years. We've been working on lunch. <laughs> so wait. So now that when you go back, are they like, oh my God, Eli and Sam are going to do that crazy thing where they cook in silence again and it all turns out at the same time. That's it, yeah. I so think you make brunch every time you go. Most of the times we go, yeah. What's hard, I find, is the pressure, right? To be like, you know, they inevitably will be like, hash browns are a bit soggy this time. You know, like they'll start totally, to notice totally, totally. The, the failures. And, well, especially and now that... Against each other. Because the thing that they noticed was that everything was ready at the same time. And now sometimes I'm like... You know when you've got to toast like 20 English muffins and yes. you're trying to kind of... Yes. Basically, we'd pre-toast them and then slide them under the grill for right, a little bit yes. just right at the end and all, all yeah. that. But it gets a, it gets a lot. It's and a bacon lot. can be hard as well if you're doing that in the grill. And, and then, one thing, and what is hard about what where you're famous for, for your famous brunch, mm. is its efficiency in the way that it's turned out. Yeah, yeah. Like it could be... And I guess that there's a standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of like deliciousness. But now I'm reaching for... But that's hard, like because it's not like oh, you know, with my tiramisu, mm. they don't know how that's come about. You know, they're, no, they they're don't second, know anything about days. That. You know, yeah, yeah, potentially, of course, of course. and and late, and it could have been a mess, mm. and I could have been talking loudly while I was trying to do it. Yeah, they haven't got the joy of seeing you wordlessly <laughs> cooking with your partner. <laughs> 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 um, Just weirdly, yeah, we, the, the enjoyment they get from from watching you cook. Do you, want, do you know what I was... i got to bring up one other Grammys thing that you haven't Please, seen. Because this happened after. Well, so, as another year we're like... Did Beyonce win anything? No, but Jay-Z won, like... How did she never win? 
did she? Was she, she wasn't nominated. Oh, okay. she didn't release Renaissance. That was last year that oh. ha- Harry Styles <laughs> famously beat her album of the year, which was cooked. And then this year they gave Jay Z like you know Legend of the World or whatever one of those <laughs> awards. <laughs> yeah. just legend. And then he called them out in his speech, which was great. He was like, "How is the woman who's won the most Grammys ever never won album of the year?" And then that was followed closely by Taylor Swift winning her fourth Grammy for album of the year. The person who's won it over Beyonce a couple wow. of times. Um, but here's the moment that I think is going to be the main discussion point, which is uh, Taylor Swift won Album of the Year. It was presented by surprise guest Celine Dion, who is, of course, really ill at the moment. Like, yes. Cannot sing anymore. Um, yeah, has movement issues, talking issues, uh, and she presented the award very beautifully. And then there's a clip of Taylor making no eye contact, just reaching for the award and grabbing it off Celine. No hug, no acknowledgement, <laughs> nothing. And she doesn't even look her in the eye. Is that before or after Miley won best? It was the, that's the last award they give out, eh? The album of the year, that's the end, yeah, yeah, Because I watched Miley get her award. That's the, other, that's the second clip I watched. Yes. Um, Saying she's not wearing an underwear? Mm, I can't remember that. I just remember her walking up and beside Mariah Carey and then she that's gave, a, That was an early one. She won a couple of Grammys. That was... Yeah, yeah, that was her first ever one for like pop vocal or something. Yes. And then she won record of the year later. But she was like, I love Mariah. How iconic I is this know. to be? No, she was so nice. And then Taylor said nothing about Celine Dion and did not make eye contact with her. Maybe they've got um, bad blood. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's who the album's about. Yeah, the maybe. About- maybe Celine used to date Travis Kelsey. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Don't know anything about Travis Kelsey. Just. Um, Don't know anything about American football. Well, not gonna, not even gonna try and learn. Okay, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna try and learn about car update. Doo, doo, that's the sting. Yeah, I've got coolant in my car. Congratulations! I that's have awesome. put water with a little bit of soap in it that I bought from the oh, car. window washer. For the window washer. Yeah, nice. That is two things that were currently bone dry. That's crazy. Now filled with liquid. What did you do when your window got a little like dusty Get and it, gross? I just keep the dust. Until I found a petrol station, and then petrol stations became not only places to top up with fuel, yeah, 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 but sort of most desperately clean my window so I could see again. Wow! So now I'm just going to learn some other things about it. I thought, why don't I just try and learn like one thing a week? Mm. Like learn what that little light is in the in the dashboard. Just solve that. And do you know who helped me? Who? Lesbians. Yeah. Again, once again. Madeline Sami. Uh, no, Alice Nedden. Oh yeah. Well, nice. and actually Jordan um, Zinni. Oh, a, gay wow. a gay man, a gay man, a gay man, and that's incredible. Man. That's sort of awesome. A, a sort of a pride thing. <laughs> that would actually be my pride event. They sort of paraded up to the car. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great pride event, actually, which is just like lesbian car exchange. Just a safe place. This is a safe space to just ask any question about your car and get it fixed. Oh, I really need that. Yeah, I don't need a safe space to talk about my feelings. I've no. got, I've got the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have people listening to our safe space. <laughs> Let's create that a pride event for next year. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Just like we'll the male gays present. Bring your car, and we'll and we've got some people to help. (laughs) Brigitte's not us. We don't know. And ain't us. But we're here for vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got mechanics. And we could record a live podcast while we're doing it. Yeah, which is our safe space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) thank God. Perfect. Um, yeah, interesting. So what were the big scoops from the Grammys? Um, SZA was the most nominated artist, but she didn't get any of the top awards, even though kind of the vibe was that she probably should be definitely winning Album of the Year, if not some of the other ones. Um, she did win like one of the ones that was like 
best R&B vocal or something early on and she was crying and it was very beautiful <sighs> um, I watched as long as everyone who needs a Grammy goes home with one goes home and take, gets one yeah and she was definitely like I can't believe I'm here did anyone you know I feel like every year there's someone who like ends up with like eight Grammys in their hands I don't think anyone more, won more than two on the main show mm. Mm, Taylor won yeah Taylor won two Olivia Rodrigo two. did she win anything didn't win but she did perform Vampire was good the stage mm. was bleeding Billie Eilish performed Ah, right. uh, you know what the big, uh, the other big thing was, apart from Celine, was also that Tracy Chapman came out on stage and performed for the first time in like twenty years or something. Wow, duetting with Luke Combs for oh. Fast Car, yeah. So that was that's pretty that's big. Beautiful, that's nice. I wonder. Oh, oh yes. Actually, can I do a Queen of the Week early, please? Yeah, great. Queen of the Week. Okay, oh, um, standing up for it. I've just decided. I'm like, we could do a new thing where we could message um, Tim the times that all these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> producer Zoo doesn't. I like that he listens to the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, it is nice. It is nice. <laughs> okay, my queen of the week. Yeah, I actually have to give two. Mm-hmm. Number one, uh, Annie Lennox performed at the Grammys. She did a tribute to Sinead O'Connor, sang oh "Nothing Compares God. to You," oh my and God. then at the end said, uh, "Cease artist for ceasefire." Peace in the world. Who I believe she is the first and only person to talk about this in, in, award, in the award season, which has been going on for months. Did nothing at the Emmys, nothing at the Golden Globes, and then they cut it off. And they actually had a weird, like, kind of um, pro-Israel, like a little bit of Israeli um, propaganda <laughs> later in the what? show from the head of the Grammys. What? Yeah. Talking, yeah. God, it's crazy over there, isn't it? It's really full on. Anyway, oh, way to go! So, love to see that. Yes. Would any anyone who's listening, who's about to go attend to the Oscars, feel free to speak out? Please. Also, the only next thing happened kind of just after that Taylor album thing happened, and it was like, oh, you you had your mic drop moment, and then like two minutes later, someone actually did something brave and exciting. Wow. Um, my second queen of the week. Oh my god, two queen of the week. Is it me? No, <laughs> it is Fantasia. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I feel like something crazy happened with the color purple, which I saw. I, well, I have not seen it yet. Oh, my God. It's good. It's why so is good. It, why is it not? It kind of dropped off the like awards season, even though I think it like broke some records for money, did lots of things. Everyone seemed to like it. I have never seen the original. I don't, I don't know the book, so I was going in fresh, but I was very... Um, Moved by the story, yeah. I thought there was times where it did look like a TV movie, like in t- the cinematography and stuff. But then there was other times where it looked beautiful, and the songs were good. And Fantasia has one of the best voices that we'll ever get to hear. Was she an American Idol? She was. Oh my god! She when was an American Idol is still an American Idol. I know it's amazing. Like I think about Kelly Clarkson in that sense. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! We were Her just, career is. <laughs> And Impeccable. now she just enjoys her little daytime talk show. I know. And sings in the audience. And she like, just sings like anything she wants. And everyone's like, yes. Yeah. I hope she sings as yes, you know. Oh, God. I love Kelly. I love Kelly. So Fantasia was in season three. She Simon Cowell has said multiple times that she is the best singer that they've had on any of the shows that he's worked wow. on. And she does have an amazing voice. But it kind of is... Kind of is Jennifer Hudson American Idol? Yeah. Same season as Fantasia. And, and, and Fantasia's Fantasia won. Jennifer Hudson came like eighth. There was a shocking week where all the the three black girls all ended up in the bottom three. Wow. They did this crazy thing because there was another girl called Latoya and they 
basically there was three 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 pretty average singers and then those three girls were all amazing and they got them to reveal the bottom three they got them to stand three uh, oh my god in two sets of three and then they were like um I can't remember what they did. I think they might have even made the audience clap for who they thought was staying and everyone clapped for um, Fantasia and Jennifer and LaToya and then they revealed that they were actually the bottom three. Does and Jen- that's when Jennifer Hudson went home. Does she, she have an EGOT? Jennifer Hudson? Yeah. She's got an Oscar. She's got... Hmm. A Grammy? Hey, Siri. Okay. Does Jennifer Hudson have an EGOT? Surely. Maybe she doesn't have a Tony. Jennifer Hudson didn't realise she became an an EGOT. November last year, still processing. She's an EGOT? She's an EGOT. Oh, my God. What I think she, th- she got her Tony for, like, producing a play, maybe. Oh, yeah, like that. I like when they sort of yeah. weirdly do it that way. Tony for a strange loop. Mm. I think EGOTs are, like, our, the thing we should celebrate the most. Like, I feel like the whole world can come together when someone's an EGOT. Do you know it's just a joke from 30 Rock? Are you serious? It is, or either that or from Tracy Morgan's stand-up. It's like, um, yeah, it started as a joke and then now has become like, like a, a legit thing from the joke. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's a glorious thing. I hope Fantasia gets a nigga. Fantasia, I am, it pisses me off that she's not in the best actress. You kicked me when you yeah, said that. Yeah, it pisses me off. I thought she gave <laughs> such a good performance. I just um, love your passion for American Idol. I've never sort of seen that. In you before. Do you not know that maybe I could bring these for the next time we have a podcast? Or I'll bring it for the live podcast. Okay, sit down. <laughs> I, not just American, I was deeply into Australian Idol. Oh yeah. And I was on an Australian Idol message board that then would like was was on fire during the season, obviously everyone kind of recapping it, saying who they wanted, saying who they supported. Uh I think it was 13 or 14 and then it was like me and truly just like 40 year old woman all connecting on this message board and then like in between the seasons of you all caught up 10 years later <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's and your... that's my plan is to meet up with those gals <laughs> bring them all back we're going on a boat well because it just oh my God, my voice. <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> bring them all back we're going on a boat <laughs> um the message board like continued after Shannon and I was on air and we would just talk about our lives and I found some posts of me like after the first time I got drunk and then went on the message board and wrote like, about hey ladies hey gals I'm gay <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell anyone they were actually the first person <laughs> I ever came out to seven years before I saw anyone else for <laughs> a dated woman for a couple of years on your Australian Idol <laughs> yeah, message yeah. board I think probably that whole era of like message boards and stuff was like the purest the internet could ever be yeah people really had kind of um, wholesome communities I, think. I am seriously rethinking about how I engage online like how, what I want to get from the internet and I think I really do want to create an individual like an independent Facebook where I befriend 20 to 30 of my friends wow. and sort of post circa 2004 on it yeah 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 just like just a like, sentence about what you're doing that day probably not as devastating as what I was writing back then oh. <laughs> well you know it was always like Mrs. Me Friends Oh yeah, yeah, yeah just something yeah. like that. Like enjoying the soup, but wish I had company would be like this is just devastating. I've got all these ones are like, "Hopes you're ready to see me, Christchurch." <laughs> it's so sad. Like, we didn't we didn't quite found our voice yet, but no, we to be a... like, you know, just to write like a status mm. to to just but to a community that I know, not to like everyone. Yeah. The idea of being like public is just so. That's mortifying. It's just like not what it was was ever originally intended for. Yeah, and like, and like I, I long for the day that my Instagram was like, not like reels and you know, but was just like 
a coffee upside down on a table. Have you ever um, scrolled right down to the start of your Instagram and you look at all your photos, like heavily filtered, often quite blurry photos. They've all got four likes. And like four likes. And and you'd be like, yes, sweet. Put that out there. Because it wasn't about getting the likes. No, the likes weren't important. And the likes came up. I remember like like discourse came about. Mm. And then we were like, we were saying to each other like, are you posting that for the likes or are you posting that for yourself? And now it's like, we're beyond that. Wow. But... And now we're about views and engagement and all that bullshit. But like back in the day, it was just about like a digital personal photo album. And yeah, it, was it was beautiful. Very sweet. We used to do on you live a selfie of the day, and that was. Kind of, oh. I think I only got Instagram for work, and I didn't really know what it was. And then I and with like the hashtag, you hashtags, know, like Instagay oh. or something. I mean, people still people still out here at Instagay. It should have been my comedy festival show. Hashtag Instagay. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. That, I would have. I would have stopped you from doing that. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I think you should call your show that when you're 50 years old. Instagay. Instagay. <laughs> yeah. Chris Parker is it's Instagay. Instagay. <laughs> it's so good though, isn't it? Like that's the best it was. Are you freezing? I'm freezing. The aircon is... I just had to turn the aircon hmm, off. Yeah, sorry. I had to think about that for a <laughs> yeah, while. Yeah, you really did. Hold on yeah. two seconds. I was like, of course not. It's summer. <laughs> it has... Something shifted recently where I'm like, it's not crazy hot at night anymore. It will get hot again, I think. Oh, really? I think it will. Mm. I've, I have seen a clip of um, like Winston Peters and David Seymour at, at, the, at Waitangi talking. Mm. And sort of like the energy is like oh, cooked. Yeah, it's so bad. He's just like yelling at them. Like, shut up. Don't, you know, like get an education, he says at one point. I couldn't I believe you it. get an education. Like, I'm like, jeez. Part of me's like, well, show your true colours then. You yeah. know, yeah. Let us know what we're dealing with. And Davidson will be like, "We never said we're getting rid of the treaty." It's like, yeah, but you said you're changing it. You can't just <laughs> <laughs> that is essentially getting rid of it if you're making a new version. Yeah, there's someone I want to make go missing. <laughs> Hope he's got a plan. Go to Pee Hub, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We, I hope no one from like stuff is listening to this. We don't mean anything. We don't mean anything. Yeah, we're just we actually little love boys. David we, Seymour. He's actually he's our queen of the week. Like, <laughs> on, the, on the week, Chloe announces her leadership bid. Oh, we yeah. make David Seymour queen of the week. That's amazing. That's so sick. I they actually, had a little, and it was amazing. I was so excited to see it. It gives me so much hope. I had a slight air of Taylor Swift announcing that she's got an album. We're like, we know. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. I wasn't, I was kind of... I wasn't 100% because I was like, maybe she won't want to. The only thing that would be stopping it was I was like, maybe she doesn't want to. No, when Jacinda was like, I don't want to be shy. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I could want, never I could be never leader. Be prime minister. I've got no leadership ambitions. Like, I don't want to be, no, I'm in this for um, just my little electorate. <laughs> no, but how sick that Chloe was like, I want the Greens to be the leading party on the left. And I'm like, hell yeah. But I think they... I think they I think will be. De- yeah, definitely. That's my prediction of the week. Yeah, wow. Uh, Tim, can you put the prediction of the <laughs> week? One? Stick, <laughs> sing in now. And also car of the, car of the week update. <laughs> <laughs> We're just putting all these new bits What's in. What's this even called? It's called car of the week, comma, update. update. <laughs> um, what's going on for you? I mean, how's your... We're in Feb now. We're truly... Stalling into the year. Oh yeah, I'm actually, and I've had such a lovely, flexible January. Where I haven't had anywhere to be so much oh, of the time. I've been so working at home, swimming every day. But now February's yeah a nightmare. I'm going on the well, not a nightmare, but it's just a lot on. I'm going on the cruise in two days, and I didn't realize. So we leave at like 
our flights are eight thirty in the morning, and then I am performing on the cruise eleven pm Australian time that night. So that is like one am our time after oh. a whole day traveling. Um, You'll need some fruit. A yeah, banana. I will. I will need a banana. You're right. I will. I've still got bananas on the boat. Um, well, we got the app where you can book in your restaurants and like all that sort of stuff. Oh my god! There's lots of other shows. Courtney Act is uh, performing a couple of shows. Mini Cooper. Um, oh my god, that's kind of amazing. It's like dinner. Uh, there's like I a dinner theater. I actually theater. forgot about Mini Cooper. Yeah, for a little bit. She's. I think but she's I thought about her for a long time. I love her. While she was on Drag Race, she I just was, couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about her. Unbelievable. Like, yeah, I can't. She's I'm, someone who feels British. Yeah, she's very British sensibility, isn't yeah. she? Just in that kind of genre of people that we we're discussing earlier. I think we'll be. I mean, she might. She, me and her could become friends because mm. I think Courtney is just doing the opening night, and then I, I feel like maybe she's ducking off the boat because she doesn't have any more shows on the schedule. Uh, but Minnie is definitely there for the whole time. Um, wow. I can't wait to um, explain the cruise to you once I go on it and understand how it I works. I, I sort of prefer the predictions. Yeah. Because it's all filled with hopes and aspirations and dreams, mm. which I think you know will come true. Yeah. It's a magical place. It's going to be are you, Is it all you think about? Sam's going too, right? Yeah, Sam's this coming as well. crazy. Once I leave here, we're packing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that is, I can't believe I was the last port of call. Yeah. Oh, no, we've got tomorrow, but we've kind of got... Should I wave you off at the... Um, oh, that would be so beautiful. At the airport, <laughs> even though we're going on a boat or fly to Melbourne just to wave us off. <laughs> Bye, boys. Bye. Come safe returns. Um, but I do feel like I am continuing the tradition of not being here for almost the entirety of... Auckland Pride, which happens every year. Every year. Because I'm at the cruise, and then I'm going to do some shows in Christchurch. Almost sold out, if you want to get oh. your tickets now. And then I'm going to perform at Mardi Gras. It's, oh, all, yeah. it's crazy. Amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, damn it, I had a thing to say. Nope, can't remember. Oh. Oh, well, anyway. Oh, do you have a fact of the gay? Oh, I did have a fact of the gay. Yeah. Fact of the gay. I was inspired to look this up because... Um, I don't even know if this actually has anything to do with being gay. But... <laughs> Honestly, we're kind of at that point now where they could just, <laughs> yeah. you know. Did you know cows have four stomachs? Um, <laughs> do they really? <laughs> or is it <laughs> giraffes have a couple of hearts? <laughs> the, the way a couple of hearts is like couple of so casual. Oh, yeah, giraffes have a couple of hearts. No, I looked up a fact about um, Amelia Earhart. Oh, yes, because they found her bones. Is that what? Did they find her bones? Are you serious? <laughs> I think so. What when? Is that why you brought her up? No, I brought her up because I was like, um, I just felt like she was a trending topic in stand-up comedy. Because they found her bones, didn't oh. they? I do not know how to spell Amelia Earhart. Um, when in 2019, f- DNA testing may prove whether bones from the Pacific Islands were um, Amelia Earhart's. Okay, so they haven't in 2019. Shit, talk about going missing. We've gone full circle. We really have. Um, but she's like, it's like been trending again on TikTok recently because I think everyone was like, you know, in the way that they find out information and they're like, no one knows this yet. And we're like, we've known this since We did hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we obviously hadn't heard it because when you told it to me then, I no. very much thought it happened this week. Yeah. Anyway, she's in, she's, I've just seen a lot of stand-up at the moment. Like, Becky Lucas has a big Emily Earhart joke. Oh. And then I watched... Gar Montgomery looks like her. Gar Montgomery looks like her. Sashia Zameda, I watched her special on YouTube. She was talking about Emily Earhart. She's just in the zeitgeist at the moment. Mm. And so she flew a plane and then went missing. Yeah. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? See, this is why I'm talking about going missing is kind of interesting. It is a bit fun, isn't it? It's probably the thing you could do to get the most attention. 
It's the most attention-seeking way to die. <laughs> to go miss it without a trace, but then like leave something behind oh, is like yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like we found, like we found his, <laughs> we found his AirPods. <laughs> I'd be like, don't look inside <laughs> don't them. <laughs> don't open the case. You're not allowed. <laughs> we're, we're trying to, but to respect his privacy, on all we these found, we different coloured his, specs. <laughs> we found his AirPods, but to respect his privacy, we haven't opened the case. <laughs> We've got, we actually sealed it shut with concrete. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> they are the wor- like the look inside them. Ugh. I got some new ones and it's not happening so much with these. But people were talking about getting earaches from using their AirPods recently and I think they were like fucking up people's like ear canals. Yeah, I heard this something to do with the activity of like sending messages between the ears that's not good for you. In terms of listening to music? Yeah, well, just like the Honestly, AirPods specifically. I don't know. I As for someone who doesn't really listen to... Like, I never really listened to music. Yeah, I, I can't believe... That. I remember when, yeah, your top song last year, you listened to it, like, 40 times. <laughs> Not even once a week. Off. No, man, it's crazy. I know. Yeah, I just... I listen to music, especially at the moment, my working head from is home, it's on yes. dawn, dawn till dusk. My head is screaming constantly. Really? Yeah. Well, it's like talking the whole time that if I have music on, it's too much. I need silence. What happens, like, when you hear a song and you're like, I love that song. Oh, then just... I'll never think about it ever again. Wow. Or I'll save it and then never listen to it again. Yeah. But like I, that's why I'm so bad at song lyrics because I only listen to songs once or when, twice or when, 40 times if it's really good. If you're like on a bus or a train or when you're at the gym, just doing weights. Open air. That's crazy. Because that way, you know, I need to feel, I want to feel more present. I don't want to consume all the time. When I go to the gym and I forget my ear pods, yeah. I just feel like everyone is looking at me going, is he trying to listen to us? <laughs> <laughs> you have to, yeah. So Amelia Earhart, I just was like, she gay? Basically, oh, yeah. is where, where I went. Because it's just her gay kind of vibes. But no, uh, not necessarily gay, but definitely wrote a letter to her husband prior to taking off. Oh, that's kind of gay. Um, setting out the terms for their marriage. And here's the interesting bit. That's what they found when she went missing. Or just one of the stuff. Just one of the things. I think they found. Right. I think he had received the letter. Um, but they put together, I think her letters got published or something. Here's what she said about their marriage. On our life together, I want you to understand I shall not hold you to any medieval code of faithfulness to me, nor shall I consider myself bound to you similarly. If we can be honest, I think the difficulties which arise may be best avoided should you or I become interested deeply, brackets, or in passing, in anyone else. So they were open. They were, they were open. They were fucking. <laughs> oh, my God. And their <laughs> friends were like... Oh my god, Amelia and George are just they're open and they're so annoying. <laughs> they about keep it. talking about it. I'm and like, I'm keep like, it in the letters. And if they're so messy, like she's like, I oh don't know, she's flying around and then she's like complaining about it. As your co pilot. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh god, I can't stomach this. <laughs> by the way, no do you know by the way, I went missing too. Do you <laughs> know <laughs> no one's talking about me? <laughs> they're not looking for my bones. <laughs> do you know anyone who's open who's not just sort of talking about it all the time? 
Um, yeah, <laughs> I do. I feel like I know quite a few people who keep on pretty down low. Pretty down low. <laughs> I've I've been trying to write some stand up recently about how um, I think we got to re- bring back the term swingers. Mm. That it is such a more fun way to describe that than any way that anyone describes. Yeah, it's like got a sense of ethical kind of non-monogamy. Jazz to it, doesn't yeah, it? Swinging. Swinging. Swingers, swingers, and it just time. feels loose, loose and casual. It's like I'm just swing sometimes. About. Yeah, keys swingers. in a bowl. The main and the reason for that is that when we had those flamingos, which were stolen from my front yard, um, <laughs> congrats to whoever they've gone missing. Yeah, they got. Well, no, they got stolen. We got we watched them get stolen live on our security cameras while we were overseas. <laughs> we got a notification. And I was like, "Oh, there's a woman in our yard!" And then she just picked put the Mount flamingo ornaments up and just went oh, away. God, that's good. Um, but apparently, having a flamingo in your front front yard, we found out after buying these, what is uh, uh, the international symbol of swingers? See, I miss shit like that. Yeah, you know, because now it's all online. You'd be like, "Oh, we're just on um, swingers, swingers, NZ. At the swingers," which is about S W I N G R. And yeah, that's where we sort of connect with other couples, other couples that are sort that of swinging about. With. But you know, back in the day, it was like you know the bananas up on the thing. And yeah, and we, were like, we, we didn't have our AirPods in, so we were just getting these clues. I, I kind of miss that tangible evidence, of like which which way you position yourself in life. Yeah. I want like I want hanky codes and bananas and turned upside yeah, down. Yeah, subtle and quiet and chill. Yeah, and I want like, you know, the cops are going to come and be like, it's illegal to be gay and I yeah. miss that. You know? Do you know in the movie The Grinch, which by the way, I think Jim Carrey deserved every acting award ever for. He's unbelievable in that film. But The Grinch is raised by two Two women who definitely seem like lesbians, and when the Grinch gets knocked um, left at their door, they are having a party where all the who's are throwing keys into a bowl. Oh God, I it's love ca- the Grinch kicks off with a there pretty big be, swingers joke. There should be an award ceremony every year, which is like uh, we want like a redo award where mm. like you can nominate people who kind of got they're called the snubs. Yeah, true. And like you could finally give like Jim Carrey a snubbed because so often, yeah, like years later. There's a performance that everyone's still talking about, or a film, or an album that everyone's talking about. Yeah, that is Oscar-worthy shit. Oscar-worthy shit. Or they could just um, just stop only rewarding serious acting. Yeah, and start rewarding buffoonery. Yeah, you know, because they did buffoons deserve awards too. Yeah, it's hard work to be a buffoon. What um. What, if you had to give out any sort of physical, tangible evidence of like who you are, like a way that you operate in life, what would it be? Wait. Like a banana in a basket or a, a hanky code? Would you do? Oh, like what's my code mm. for um for the fact that I mostly will stay at home <laughs> and play board games? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, it, it's uh oh hmm hmm. I reckon mine would be yeah. It would be like at a party where I don't where I'm like I know I'm extroverted but I'm tired tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be like. I guess like one AirPod in is sort of the modern day equivalent of that. You're at a party walking around with one AirPod in. (laughs) (laughs) Just as your subtle symbol that no one's going to notice or ask you about. (laughs) They'd be like, what are you you listening to? Are you doing a prank? Is there someone like telling you to say funny things in a green room somewhere? Are you listening to a podcast while you're also trying to engage in this conversation? I feel like when people walk around like an AirPod in, you know, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to be engaged with. You're not supposed to engage with When them. someone tries to engage with me, when I have an AirPod in, I'm fuming. What about when you're at the gym, you got your headphones on, and someone's uh-huh. like trying to... Go- it's such an invasion, eh? That's why I don't like the headphones when they're like... You know, you're like... Oh, you're like, use someone's you equipment, this? And yeah, yeah. Like, you've both Can got headphones on, and you're like... 
kind of clambering towards each other to try and communicate. Yeah, I'm, I have no idea what volume I'm speaking at whenever anyone talks to me at the gym. And I'm like, like, yeah, right, no, right, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like just screaming out loud. Um, this is fucking go. <laughs> maybe my symbol would be... <laughs> I don't know if there's anything I'm trying to put out there in the world. Yeah, I don't really have, know if I have a secret so message I need to let anyone know. Locked down and... So, I mean, I guess what am I looking for? I'll, yeah, if I... If, I'm not looking for a If third. I'm up for anything, I'll, le- I'll just let you I'm know. I'm kind of looking for more adult friends. Really? <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to go. No, but like... I, went, I think I sort of firmly position myself as being like, I don't need any more new friends. Mm. But I feel like everyone's moving to the UK. And so I'm like, I kind of want like... I don't know. I'm like, I would love to make some more adult friends. Wow. Yeah, I think it'd be sweet. So yeah, I guess like I'm sort of single in a platonic way. Yeah. Single and looking, dating. Yeah, I'm platonically single. Yeah, and I don't know what my indicator would be. Maybe like that really makes it sound like you have zero friends. No, I've got friends. Got plenty of friends. But it's the sort of I go to the same looking. Yeah. I go to the same people all the time who I love, but I'm like, it would be great to sort of diversify the pool a bit more. Mm, you're right, you're go right. Go a bit wider, see what I've got, see, what, see what's humming around the city. Yeah, of course. Do you ever have like a crush on someone in a platonic sense? Of all the, are you kidding me? Yeah. It's all, all the time. I love it. I'm like, I so desperately want to be your friend. It's quite hard to make friends as an adult. What's the most, especially when there's someone, the worst predicament I feel that we're in is that often those people that you want to be friends with you do like follow each other on Instagram or something as well and the, but then to kind of broach that in a conversation yes. is feels like putting a knife <sighs> into your own stomach yeah with me I'm following you on Instagram yeah, so, yeah, yeah, kill yeah. me so, so I actually have seen your, your stories I for your entire your holiday hilarious. <laughs> yeah I actually know your partner and your family I think your mum's kind of cool but we've never met yeah kill me I know those sort of I guess they are sort of parasocial relationships that you want to experience in a physical sense. Mm. There should be a little hanky code for keen for friends. Oh, I, I think that. there's codes on the cruise. I think there's there's a military dog tag party, which feels pretty inappropriate. Um, but I think you can stick a thing on your dog tag, depending on what you're looking for, like a sticker. Fuck, I love that shit. Mm. Oh, bring back codes. Bring you know? back codes. I want to put, a, push it all underground <laughs> once again, so we can use codes. <laughs> I want a bit of mystique. You know, it's all out in the open. I'm, I like a little bit of you know curiosity and intrigue. This is actually something that I've been meaning to ask you for about a month because I watched the show Fellow Travelers on okay. Neon. It is. Matt Bomer and Jonathan Bailey. Oh, yeah. And they both work in like McCarthy era America. They're working like um, f- for these politicians who are c- very conservative. So wondering how this is going to come around to me. Well, so in the show, they are basically Matt Bomer's character is a closeted gay who ends up getting married to Alison Williams, playing a gay man's husband, which is like perfect rule for her. <laughs> and I want to ask you when did you come out? <laughs> no. <laughs> so Matt Foma is like kind of an asshole in it and he sleeps with guys and like you can't, there's there's one guy basically that tells him his name and then it's like, what's your name? And he's like, I don't do that. And then because he learned the other guy's name, when there's suspicion on him that he might be gay, he throws the other guy under, <gasps> under the bus. Like he's, he's like, no, I'm not gay, but I'll give you the name of someone oh, who is gay. Because they're trying to get rid of like communists and gay people from their I mean, um, like always just stuff. Be like, we're getting the communists. Oh, we'll get the gays. We'll chuck the gays in. We'll chuck the gays in as well. Get Basically, yeah, there's lots of... Um, being gay they have to meet up in very secretive places no one can see them together mm. starts as like years long affair with Jonathan Bailey do you think if you lived <laughs> oh, in here that here we go 
in that time period. <laughs> You've been meaning to ask me this for months. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you think if you lived in like the 50s, McCarthy's. McCarthy era, yeah. would you ever have ever ended up like kissing another man? This Given is such an insane question to be wanting to, to ask me for months. Well, don't you think it's interesting? But well, oh, sorry, I'm always breaking the microphone. But for for like both me and you only came out in our twenties. Like, didn't didn't like? Oh no, I would be, I would be married with like three kids. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. I think so too. Yeah. It would have taken like even in this open world where everything was is is yeah allowed. It was ninety. It was two thousand and four, and I was like, oh, I could stay in the closet forever. Yeah, same, same, same. So I was like, I was like, I could handle it. You yeah, know, I could handle a woman for the rest of my life. <laughs> God, this is so this is so bleak. Yeah, it's dark, isn't but, it? But um, but I guess that's I think about those stories all the time. I guess when you you know watch those movies about people who was like you know those brave trailblazers who and without the internet or anything to give you advice to even figure out how to have like gay sex. I'm like, how does it? How did it all? It just would have been crazy. And then they've got these secret bars that they go to. Yeah, this sounds <sighs> great. Uh, the show has a terrible script, but it is good enough to watch. <laughs> the dialogue is appalling all right. the way through. But okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I would have. No, I don't think I would have. I think I would have stayed in the in the closet yeah. forever, and probably had convinced myself the power of the mind. Right? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, I think I'd probably have the ability to have convinced myself I was straight. I'm convincing myself now, to be honest. <laughs> You're convincing me. <laughs> wow, with that posture. <laughs> Also, we took photos of our... Oh, no, we did look at the, at the photos, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, good, yeah we'll, good, but good. we'll upload them to our social channels. <laughs> I don't know Follow us at the Male Gaze on <laughs> fucking whatever platform we're on. We don't have any socials, I don't think. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I think... I honestly think we will see the end of social media within the next five years. You think? Yeah. The end of social media. Well, what is the, the end of social media? Uh, the end of the sort of like intensity that mm. it, it currently operates our current lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it just, I truly believe. It is core, a breaking point. It cannot sustain more hype. And you know TikTok's kind of a little bit effed at the moment because Universal pulled all their all music. music. Yeah, and yeah. I think... I think about when the phrase uh, break the internet, like, you know, Kim Kardashian broke the internet with that like paper magazine. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time like I felt like something was viral. To the point now, I'm like, I don't know what viral is because it feels like, what would you consider viral virality to be online? It's something that it feels like everyone is talking about. So, but I just feel like every day there is something that's got like millions True. of views. Like this viral... But see, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, maybe the, it doesn't quali- qualify it if it just okay, got millions of Big views. The Big Mac tacos that people were making... Oh, yeah, yeah. Would you call those viral? Hmm. Yeah. What about the lady who was climbing, Who this is my coin of the week, the lady that was climbing through her window and then she got stuck and then her top fell down and her boobs were pressing against the glass? Queen of the week. I don't know. That's not viral to me. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, because yeah, so much I goes viral know. now. Does it have to go viral enough that your mum hears about it? Like, what? To be viral? Because I feel like the amount of numbers. Like in, a, like, in a view. Like, we've all... Got, like, have you got a million views on... Yeah, any, like yeah, a couple of videos. And would you consider them viral? No. I was like, they've done big numbers, but yeah, no one's... No one's <laughs> so what's the number to make something viral now? What is it a numbers-based thing? Because I would is it say... A, I remember when we worked at John and Ben, 
and we did that BBC news report. Oh, yeah. And we were like, we did a parody of that BBC. Um, it was like during, was it during lockdown? No, 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 no. We weren't doing John and Ben during lockdown. That was a long time ago. There was a Zoom call though. Weirdly, we were like, it was like, more. This was more than five years ago. Just thinking about how five yes. years is the D day that you're giving social media. And the lady was like crawling into um, amazing video, amazing video. And then we parodied it, and then that got like millions of views. And we were like, it's gone, gone viral. viral. Yeah. Whereas I don't think I feel like those metrics are different now because every day there's something that reaches what I would consider from my like early sort of 2000s understanding a viral benchmark. Well, that's because I always think my earliest uh, memory of a viral video is the Star Wars kid, the kid um, pretending to be a Star Wars character in his drama drama school room after (laughs) everyone's left. Um, And to me, it's viral because it had such an impact that I was like, for years to come, people are going to be returning to this video. Whereas now there's a lot of things which do big numbers that no one will ever be returning to. In the way that we all were quoting Vines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we quote TikToks in the same way? I think Vines' legacy will be the fact that it was deleted and like all the, you know, that Mm. as we knew it was like disappeared and then it becomes this like keepsake in a weird way, it's like memory of how good it was or something, but it was actually not a great app to go on sometimes. Yeah, it was kind of buzzy, and, and was I was like posting sick. straight garbage on there. I did <laughs> not know how to do it. <laughs> it's like six seconds of video, six seconds of stand up. Yeah, and I it was hard to even find the follow because now when I hear about Vine famous people and you, you can see their vines, I'm like, oh, I definitely wasn't seeing that. No, I was just seeing my friends being like, hello, <laughs> Giffy time. <laughs> wow. Interesting, isn't it? It is really interesting. What do you reckon? How much longer social media's got? Yeah. Uh, I Hard to say because I would have thought that Gen Z would be the generation to kind of reject the internet and that certainly has not happened. True. So... so, What about Gen Alpha? I think Gen Alpha might... might, Yeah. It's so funny. I've noticed... I've just been... You know, all my TikTok scrolls noticed like Gen Z is sort of coming for Gen Alpha and saying like they're like this crazy generation because they're the generation they're like going to Sephora and like trying out all the products and like just leaving the place like a bomb site because they're like 12 years old. And I'm like, it's very like interesting that Gen Z came for both millennials and And Gen Gen Alpha. Alpha. It's giving middle child syndrome. But if you're 12, are you Gen Z or you? I thought Gen Alpha would be someone who's like four Mm. because millennials, right? Isn't it like. Basically, how old are Gen Alpha? And then they've got language that, like, you know, because I was like, oh my god, I don't, like, I have no idea what Gen Z are talking about. But then I quickly yeah. kind of learned oh, their language. You know, you know the code. But Gen Alpha, I'm like, truly don't understand. Well, I think they're five. Gen Alpha are those born from 2010 to 2024. Oh wow! So they can be twelve. They can be twelve. What's Gen Z? Oh wow! Because mill- isn't millennials like such a wide berth? Like pretty much anyone who's twenty eight now to forty six or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gen Z a small little group then. I think so. Wow. Gen Z age range. Gen Z age range is um, Gen Z born nineteen ninety seven. Oh wow. To two thousand and twelve. Okay. Millennials nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety six. So we're kind of old millennials. Yeah. Are we? We're in the middle. Yeah, we're in the middle. That's nice. That's a good sweet spot. Yeah. I think I'd rather, if you could, which one would you want to be? Gen Z or Gen Alpha? No, of any generation. I think Gen X had it pretty good. I would want to be Gen X. I think, you know, to be kind of 
um, young adults in the 90s would have felt really good. Like, and, and, and got on the housing ladder like quite yeah. early. I mean, I, I guess I'm probably speaking from like a, a white perspective as well, but I think yes. there was a, a pre 9 11 idea that kind of like <laughs> we dealt with all the progressive issues, the wars were over forever, um, girl power. <laughs> I just think Alan was boss. Alan was boss. Yeah, yeah. There was there were gay people on TV being funny, being crack up, but not getting like in the way. Yeah, we were watching like Seinfeld, and, and we mm. got it because we were old enough to get it. Yeah, yeah. I reckon Gen X. And and also and, and the Gen X celebrity, celebrity the genius, I'm sorry, the Gen X celebrities were hot as hell. Really? Well, don't you think like the cast of Friends? Yeah. <laughs> unbelievably hot <laughs> and that's what we want you to take away on uh, this week's episode of the Mail Gaze the Friends of Cast unbelievably, unbelievably hot and if had given the chance Eli and I firmly would have stayed in the closet for the rest of our lives we would have and one of us has a plan for if anything goes wrong and the other one doesn't have a plan but if we disappear without a trace just know it was meant to be yeah and leave us alone and come to our live show, oh the God, 18th of February. February at Q Theatre. It's part of Q Theatre's Podfest. We're on the 18th of February. It's a Sunday. Also, we're doing stand-up. You'll be doing Christchurch. When? The week before. Yeah, the, the 16th, before. 17th. Last few tickets are available now. If you're in Australia, I'm in Adelaide in two weeks, Hell three yeah. weeks. And then I'm in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, and then a New Zealand tour as well. And you've got tours? I've got tours, yeah. I'm doing, um, if come to Sydney Mardi Gras, I'm doing oh. the show at the Enmore Theatre, which will be very fun. Uh, also in Dunedin in March and uh, Melbourne in April for two weeks. Yeah. And Auckland and Wellington at some point later on. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and also go see the other podcast pod quests that are part of podcast. Pod pod God, we should have finished it before I said this, but go see Rats in the Gutter and <laughs> Petra Baker's podcast and the worst idea of all time. It's a festival. The Wellington Paranormal Podcast. Yeah, I just wanted to shout out that we were... We, there's other things there's, on. There's, I actually cannot... I fucking love Petra Vegas and I'm... Yeah. Oh. I think she's an icon. She's glorious. She's not the Queen of the Week, however. No. So, better luck next time. Better luck next time, Petra. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the male game. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.